Welcome back to another episode of Plato's Corner. I'm your co-host, Seth Humis. Joining me today is Thomas and Mac. Caleb could not make it this evening. And I'm back doing a full episode from my, what, four-week hiatus? Four weeks. Welcome no, back, was, you were you were here two weeks ago, remember? Yeah, well, for yeah, nerd, that's for for Nerd Corner. Yeah, um, it's it's on the same little feed. sub series. It's the same feed, so it's not like any, anyone notices that it's that it's anything yeah, different. That's true. But back it's with not, it's not like people re- re- read the titles, anyways. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> true. Play or just hit ignore. Yeah. But today we are going over our favorite artists, as in musicians or touring artists that release albums and singles. Or bands or composers. Or bands or composers. Anything music related that has been published. All right, who wants to kick it off? Thomas, why don't you go first? So do 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 you think that we'll just do one on one or... Just do all of ours in a row. Um, up to you guys. Um, I think we should do one, one, one. So it's not like one person drops their five artists and then one person drops like two. And then the next person is like, well, I want to be done with the episode. I'm going to drop one. So I'd say we should do <laughs> like one, one, one. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. So we get don't get tired of uh, one person talking the whole time. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Kick it off, Thomas. So I think I'm, these are not in any particular order because it's way too difficult to actually choose a favorite. Like I can choose a top five or top ten, but not my favorite. Mm-hmm. But I would definitely, I'm 90% sure certain most of you have never heard of this artist. It's called, it's called Half Alive. They're an alternative band. They're Christian. It's a Christian's, it's a, Tip, the typical Christians in a band. Since it's not specifically a Christian artist, yeah. But basically, it's really fun. They have like really cool songs. They're actually it's kind of crazy. Is that they have music videos, and they're like they're choreographed, like really really well. But they're like it's like another level of choreography. Yeah, like you 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 you'd have to see to understand. Definitely, look up Half Alive. And then also, I think before they started Half Alive, the lead the lead singer had a different band called The mm-hmm. Moderates. That's pretty good. It's pretty similar music. They only have like one album, but it's really good. Yeah. I just looked them up real quick, and they're coming to Minneapolis on March 18th. Oh, really? Yeah. So if you want to go see them. I, I want to get tickets. <laughs> March 18th, 6, uh, 6 p.m., Varsity Theater, Minneapolis. So little free advertisement yeah so yeah. they've been putting out um singles recently and what they usually do is they put out singles and then put it into an album or that's what i'm assuming they do that's the last time, but yeah have, have so why do you like them thomas before? i don't know they're it's pretty fun music it's like peppy but not like annoying but some of the songs are like the kind of song that you can like just like put on repeat, like just repeat the mm-hmm. same song, and yeah. it, it doesn't get old until like the fifth or sixth play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think one time when they released one of their songs, I think I listened to it 
I don't know. I know they released one of their songs or their singles. And I think within like maybe a week or something, I had like 17 plays on it. That's a lot. Yeah, but I mean, I've listened to music a lot, so that's not that's not necessarily saying something. Yeah, but I mean, like seventeen times in a week is like twice a day, or but... ten times a day, it's the first day, and then not much yeah. the other days. Yeah, whatever it may be, like that's a pretty substantial amount. I would be lying if I said I haven't listened to a song more than like ten times in one day. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just I forgot about this. I just remembered that Apple Music tells you how many times you've listened to a song. I don't know. This is kind of the most played song we have in our entire family sharing is Revelation's song. It's a mm. great song. It's an old Christian song. Oh, that's a classic. Yeah, it is a classic. Yeah. But I just yeah, I'll get that to later. But <laughs> want to go next, Seth? Oh, do I want to go next? Um, yes. I kind of cheated a bit. I I paired like my favorite like pop artists with my favorite classic rock artists. But coming in, this is in a very particular order. But I'm just gonna go from first to last. But my favorite artists or favorite band slash musicians of all time has to be One Republic. I crazy good pop band um been around for 15 plus years um yeah i just love them they great music um their albums are good um and their lead singer just oh love them ryan tedder amazing producer amazing songwriter master songwriter um yeah just they're they have like a kind of a rock feel but it's like pop music so like it's not like basic pop music it's just so good so i could talk about them for like hours but yeah mm -hmm. yeah i forgot you have a I forgot. favorite song of theirs pardon you have a favorite song of theirs um, I love all their songs, um, but probably one of my favorites at the moment because, you know, favorite songs change all the time, but um, probably Distance from their newest album, Human, that released mid last year is really good at the moment. Good to know. Yeah. All right. Mac, it's your turn. <laughs> I was gonna add something. So oh. I think, so I think I have like like one of their songs. I don't know which one. I was just looking. I can't find it mm. in, in like in like my playlist. Yeah, <laughs> I, I might not even have it anymore. But I know I've I've always like wanted to be a fan of Republic, but I just never just never got on. But I forgot to mention. So in Half Alive, the lead singer is amazing. Mm -hmm. He has a huge range. But then like also, I don't know if anyone. I'll get this later, but Tom Pilots, their most recent album is like quite different and it's like kind of peppy, but then like kind of like it's just different. They kind of have like that feeling, but like sort of rocky. I don't know. Maybe I'm just bad at describing how <laughs> artists are. Yeah. We'll get to 21 Pilots later because yeah, I yeah, yeah. may or may not have uh, put that for one of mine. Yeah. Okay. So, but 
anyway, for right now, um, well, my choice was pretty easy because my music tastes are divided down the middle. On the one side, we have like pop and like other stuff like that. Um, and on the other side, we have um, composers and like scores from movies. I, I love listening to soundtracks and stuff without words. It's like once you take out humans talking, it's like it feels different. So um, I have two music artists for each category. So I'm going to start on the composer side and work my way to the pop side. So my first uh, music artist that I love is Hans Zimmer, and he has done the score for tons of movies, and uh, he's considered a very successful um, composer for movies. Uh, he's German. Not that it means anything, but I think it's cool. And uh, I love the instrumental melodies that he can use. Um, he's done Inception. He, I, you know, fills the background with his music, and I don't know. I you can't really talk about music. You just sort of have to go and listen to it for yourself. But I would recommend the the audience to go give a couple of his songs a try. Um, I especially love the Kung Fu Panda movies. Those mm -hmm. are really good. Oh, did he compose those? Yep. He composed a lot. I just did some research. He composed the newest Wonder Woman movie, Amazing yep. Spider-Man 2, The Lion King. Um, both of them. Yeah, both of the new and the old one. Um, the third and fourth Pirates of the Caribbean movie, or C Caribbean is the correct term. But Did he do the first one? Um, the first Pirates movie? That was Klaus Badelt. Did the first one? Yeah, he did the he did off, the off, at off, worlds off end and on. <laughs> Obviously, I don't. I would not never know the. Okay, that's not true. I do know a lot of. Yeah, most of my composers that I like know is like, obviously there's John Williams, Alan Menken, and then uh, what was the guy you said again, Mac? Hans Zimmerman. Hans Zimmer. And then like Alan Silvestri, those they all do such amazing works. But yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean is like one of the best theme songs ever. Oh yeah, so good. It's good. Yeah. Um, is there like a specific reason why you like him, or just like his style? Do you like him because you can like kind of hear some of the same things he does in certain movies? Because you're like, oh, that's. Han Zimmer, I, I can totally understand um, that mm. he composed music for this movie, but then it's like always different every time because you can't use the same music for this different movies. Yeah, um, I definitely notice I have, I can pick out uh, different composers sometimes. Um, usually I know going into a movie if it's Han Zimmer or not, but sometimes I'm able to tell like, oh, hey, I recognize just the way he, you know, composers have different um, styles, I guess. And I really like his, his is a very quiet, more of a subdued, less so than the composer I'm going to talk about next. But um, he's very unique and I kind of like the way he goes with his music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I guess I guess so. I guess mine, I guess my next one could be calling a composer, but he's technically an artist. No, I mean that's Lin Manuel Miranda. He composed <laughs> Hamilton the Musical. Let me think. What else did he compose? He composed Moana. Amazing songs. Really? Let me think. What else did he compose? Quick look. But yeah, Hamilton the Hamilton soundtrack is he composed amazing. Encanto. I, I'm oh, yeah, Encanto. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't Encanto, seen that. So yeah. It's really good. Encanto and Kanto, I haven't seen it. I, I think my dad watched it, and he was like, this does not look good. But then I, I was <laughs> watching a review, and I'm like, this looks amazing. That's what everyone's saying. And it looks like, here, let me check real quick. He wrote Into the Heights, the original Broadway musical. I guess I didn't know that. Um, which is remade. Um this last year wasn't it? no two years 2021 because it was delayed because covid i didn't watch it but the only reason why i know that is because also ryan tedder was hired as an executive like producer for that musical he's also the lead singer of one republic so oh cool yeah yeah really cool. I, I think i looked up like like what in the heights wasn't i saw it and i'm like this is not look good <laughs> he has great music, but like that's about as far as it goes. Yeah. Did did you have you seen it? Uh, I have not. I wanted to. I just kind of forgot after it got delayed, and I just yeah, I kind of forgot about it. Put it on the back burner and just fell off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Brush brush back with the ashes. But yeah. yeah. And then Lemay Miranda is just he's just like a genius. He's like one of the music music age genius like. He, because he he didn't he didn't only like I th I'm pretty sure I remember right or wrong, but I'm pretty sure he like created Hamilton too. He wrote he it, did, yeah, yeah. He wrote it he... all, and it's it's really good. I don't know if anyone. I'm sure most of you have probably seen or listened to Hamilton because it's kind of like old news now. Yeah, especially <laughs> when it was added to Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's quite good. It's probably one of my favorites. I do like to listen to lots of soundtracks from movies. Just name a few. Um, the Greatest Showman. Hercules, the Disney movie. Mm -hmm. Hamilton. Her Hercules. Spider-Man Spider Into the Spider-Verse. Some great, great, some great soundtracks out there. Oh. Recent movies. Yeah. I would, recent movies, I would say the best soundtrack of all time is Tron Legacy because Daft Punk did that. And oh my gosh, if you want a good, like, hype soundtrack to listen to, listen to Tron Legacy. Um, no, I've, I've, I've never seen the Tron movies. So. Oh, you don't have to watch the old one, but like the one that came out in 2009 and didn't do well. Um, just like the soundtrack from it is so good. So. I recommend. Yeah. I highly recommend that if you like electric pop type feels, or if you just want to get into it, or just want some good music to drive drive to. It's really good. Yeah, a lot of a lot of like movies that are like some movies. It's really cool. Like when like movies actually get artists to compose music for the song for the song for the movie. Mm -hmm. And then and then there's like movies where they just use popular songs, but sometimes those movies are also like really good. 
but yeah. they just use it very very well but yeah obviously that movie didn't didn't do well so yeah but it had also wink 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 for an a uh, pop song that was used in a soundtrack post Malone, uh, Sunflower yes. into Spider-Verse. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I we'll love get, we'll get we'll get to him later. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's your turn, so. Oh, it is my turn. Yeah. All right. Um in second place comes with Andy Grammer. Um Ooh, really? Oh, I love him. Um just his voice is really good. Um, he writes love songs. I, I love, I'm a sucker for love songs. I really enjoy them. I've just always enjoyed them. Just something about like singing about somebody is just super, super nice and good. Um, and just his music has been really good. Um, they're all, like, his music is like always encouraging of just like kind of picking yourself back up. Um, just really good stuff to his recent two songs are actually really good. Um, and my recommendation for a song by him would be probably, is it love yourself here? Let me check. Let me check. Not the Justin Bieber song. Um, tell you <laughs> that, um, fun fact, Ed Sheeran wrote that song. So, um, love myself. There we go. Uh, that that's my recommendation but yeah he's just really good and he's a pretty good guitar player so yeah i don't think i've ever, I've ever heard him what are some other songs that he's written um he's written um i'm not giving up that's from five feet apart um the sad he, one that's the that... problem with like with like <laughs> pop artists now it's like i've never heard of that guy what's his song oh i know that song who's the artist yeah and like you you know you've made it as an artist especially in the pop world of music of like like oh when you hear a song and like people pick up on their voice you're like oh i know it's that artist like oh i don't know this song but it's obviously justin bieber or whatever it may be yeah, yeah. um but his hits are oh sorry it's don't give up on me um keep your head up uh honey i'm good and what is it what's the other one just give me a second and fine by me there we go those yeah, are i think, I think his, i've heard all his those top songs hits before. yeah yeah he's like kind of a low-key not low-key musician he's just really good um yeah it's kind of funny at, at my work they play like music in the background so like a lot of popular songs a lot of country songs mm-hmm. and sometimes i'm just like it's like i hear a song and i'm like no it's like it's that song so you play mm-hmm. it with it it's like it's a very short playlist that they play. let's just say that yeah so these and these songs a lot of pop songs get repeated over and over again no like some and then, there, then there's like some songs are like really good and then they like play them like once a week or something like that it's like how does this how does this playlist work but mm-hmm. i don't i've yeah my sister was like oh have you heard this this new justin bieber song it's, i think it was holy She's like, it's so good. I'm like, yeah, I hear it five times a day. I've, I'm sick of it. <laughs> I'm, yeah. not, I'm not a Justin Bieber fan. Sorry, the people don't, don't. It, don't it, like his, 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 his. I listen to his albums, um, and his hits are good. But he has some like some of the songs off his album that 
aren't hits are actually pretty decent. But mm-hmm. it, it, you have to like kind of like his voice. His voice is kind of it has a very youthful tone to it. Mm-hmm. So like if if you don't want music of like a twenty something year old singing and kind of sounds mm-hmm. like a fifteen year old, like I wouldn't listen to Justin Bieber's music. Yeah. But well, because is he is he in his twenties? Is he in his like mid twenties or something? Yeah, he's in his mid twenties. Also, I just find it crazy that he has been like in the top five or three artists for the past decade. Like, like think about it. He's been a worldwide phenomenon for like the past decade, and he hasn't lost any of his fame. He's been like yeah, the top three artists crazy. for like the past four years. Like, it's just nuts. I'm like, I, I, it's just like, you never see that from an artist of just like this same artist being in the top five or three for like over a decade. I mean, besides Michael Jackson, but. Yeah. And he was like writing songs. Like, I know when, when did baby come out? Baby was. That was always like when he was like a kid. That was. And that like went viral, but like. It is, it is sad, like, how all these pop artists, they just use lyricists. Like, it's nice if I give you a really, really good voice. Yes, lyricists is, is sometimes fine. But then, like, also, some people, some of them use, like, autotune, like, like a good autotune or something. It's like, well, then why are you a good artist? You use lyricists and you use autotune. Yeah, um, it, there's some debate with that, but sometimes a voice is so good. And like maybe yeah. they just don't have enough practice writing songs. Like Ariana Grande is a good example of that. Like her first album or two, she didn't write any of the music, but she sang it and she has like a very, I don't know, captivating voice, I would say. Maybe. I don't know. Um, I don't know how to describe it. But like she has a really good voice, but she's she's starting to write her music, like her newest album which I do not recommend. Very gross album. Um, she wrote a lot of the music for that um, because she's just getting into songwriting. Like Justin Bieber, I think, had a lyricist until later in his career. Now he's all on his own. Like he's doing all the music himself and mm-hmm. it's really good. So. Yeah, I like it makes sense that like um some some artists need need lyricists but then there's like it also you also have like a certain pride once you get to the point you don't need one anymore but then then again Mm -hmm. it's like why didn't you just start when you could write your own songs like because a lot of artists do that i'm just not a fan of people who use lyricists i'll just i'll just go out there and say it well like if you if you get signed to a record label and you're a decent lyricist maybe you write an entire album but you don't have a hit like you don't have a hit song like all your songs are decent but you won't have one song that will get played on the radio it's just like that album's just kind of there and out there for the world and if you find it you find it so like the lyricist kind of helps train and uh the musician and um writes a hit for him pretty much and I think most self-respecting artists um, after using a lyricist for a couple of years are like, Hey, I think I can do this now. And like, it's just training. Like it just takes some strong training to like get 
good lyrics and stuff. So I understand why some artists would use a lyricist, but and auto tune's a whole different thing of like, yeah. <laughs> well, Thomas, if you're not always a fan of lyricists or even lyrics, you might be a fan of John Powell, who is my second composer Ooh. I'd like to talk about. He is um, also a composer like um, Hans Zimmer. Uh, his uh, soundtrack uh, soundtracks are known to typically hit a little harder with some of the some of the choruses. He has some very good, um, you know, main themes that crescendo at the beginning of a movie. Um, read off some of his of what, he, of what he did. Yeah, he's done Ice Age, Bolt, Rio, Happy Feet, Kung Fu Panda. He collaborated with uh, Hans Zimmer on that one, which is one of the reasons it makes uh, for one of my favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, movie composing. Uh, oh, who wrote the, composition the song Kung Fu, pa- um, Kung Fu pa- Fighting? Oh, that... That was CeeLo Green, right? No, it was not. Um, no? That was a funk R&B song from the 70s. Um, okay. that really? Was, it was a cover. Oh, yeah. The original is so good because I love <laughs> like that funk R&B electric guitar like jabbiness and like that kung fu fighting the original just like embodies just classic funk and it's so good so good yeah i think it's carl douglas maybe yes i think that that sounds about right yep that's the dude kung fu fighting yeah or fighting I'll have to listen to that one wait i just look at clicked on it never mind Lyrics. i'm completely it's... stupid what? Um, it looked. I I don't know what got into me. Sorry, it was two thousand one when it released. I have no idea what I was talking about. My apologies. No, no. no. So Carl Douglas wrote it in nineteen seventy four. Oh, so I was right. Never mind. Yeah, you're right. All right. <laughs> don't, don't don't doubt yourself. But it looks <laughs> hilarious. Apparently, it's everybody is comfy fighting. I thought I thought it was like every everybody likes. Another, there's like videos on YouTube. It's like mistaken lyrics. Mm-hmm. Just, yep. everyone, Those videos are good. That's on one. You're like singing a song. You're like, wait, that's not what it says. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I believe I may have also misspoke a little bit because I believe that John Powell only collaborated with Hans Zimmer on the first two Kung Fu Panda movies, but the third one, I believe was um, done just by Hans Zimmer. But um, anyway, John Powell's most popular score is probably How to Train Your Dragon, which is amazing. I love that one. I just want to note um, for all our meme viewers, he did Shrek. <laughs> uh, he co-wrote Shrek with Henry Gregson Williams. That's a weird last name, Gregson Williams. There are a couple Gregson Williams in the composer world. One of them really? did Narnia. Mm. Yep. Yeah, what's the other thing for composers? It's like there's like so many of them, and they're all like, they're, a lot of them are really good. So it's like kind yeah, of, right. it's, I feel like it's kind of hard to like, well, oh, I really love this composer. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, that one's really good too. So props to you, Mac, for, for picking favorites. 
Thanks. Yeah. So uh, one more thing about John Williams before I pass the baton over to you, Thomas. But um, so John Williams, as you probably know, is not making music for Star Wars movies anymore, which is unfortunate. Hopefully there won't be any more, so there won't be a need to bring back John Williams. But um, John Powell did the music for Solo, A Star Wars Story, which is really interesting to me because I feel like um, out of the other composers they have gotten to pull Star Wars music over the years, I feel like John Powell has been the one to closest emulate the style of John Williams with like very traditional um, orchestra sounds, you know, loud trumpets and flutes and um, other stuff. So, so is John Williams retiring, or is he, is he just not liking what what Disney's doing? I think he just made enough Star Wars movies, wanted to do oh, something okay. different. Yeah, because or... he's done. He's 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 done like everything, yeah. basically. But like and like, like everything he does, it's just like he like. Picks up like, but, okay, yeah. yeah. Does That's it, it on John like, Powell. And like, if I had to uh, recommend a song for both of them, I would say the song My Fist Hungers for Justice from Kung Fu Panda 2 because then you get the best of John Powell and Hans Zimmer together. So. Yeah. And one, one glorious masterpiece of two um, composers doing work together. It's kind of funny, just Kung Fu Panda. Like, you don't think about, about it, but like you know, I think Kung Fu Panda has some really slept on music. Like, mm-hmm. you don't really think about it. You don't think about it for most movies, but like, for, if from my memory, like, the background music is really good. Yep. There you have it. This is getting harder Honest. and harder for me. As as I'm as we've been doing this, I've already thought of three 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 people that I could add to my list. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I probably just gotta just kind of get going. So I'm gonna say my next artist, like my next, and once again, these in no particular order, um, is uh, John Bellion. He's a popular pop artist. He's a Christian artist, Christian, a, a Christian who is artist. Wouldn't necessarily his songs are Christian. I won't say he I won't say he's an active Christian. No. I I wouldn't say that. If if you listen to some of his music, I won't say if he was an active Christian, I think the music he would have written would have turned out different because he's talked about sleeping with people and his, he his, swears his, in his, his music. Wife. Yeah. But Before, I know, yeah. Like in his first album, I Dead Man to, Walking. I haven't, I haven't listened to his first first couple albums. I'm 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 going by his most recent albums because those are the ones I've listened to. Okay, because usually usually his... yeah usually like a lot of artists I like listening to. It's like okay yes, but then like some of their album albums, it's like like either like really dark or like really inappropriate. But then like their new albums, like those are pretty good. So like. I can't. I, that's. I would definitely say I don't recommend John Bellion for listeners. Yeah. like he has really good music. It's a very electro pop type feel. Um, yeah. And he has he has a fantastic voice. Like he has a super crazy range too. It's like it's it's voice. a very yeah. His 
he has a good range. Just his I mean, I mean, not, 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 I mean, is very not, closed. Yeah, I mean, it's, not 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 necessarily highs and lows, but like like really good with like where he is. But mm-hmm. yeah, just like kind of the um, decisions he makes, how to use his voice during a song, kind of what you mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Um, he has some really good music. He was actually on my list, but um, Thomas took him from me. Um, he was my lo- most listened to artist on Spotify this last year. Um, for the okay. first six months of 2021, he was like the majority of what I listened to besides, well, my fourth pick in One Republic. Um, yeah, he has really good music. Just be cautious if you do listen to him. Some of his music's a little like, eh, don't know if I want my kid. In most of, it, most of his music is like that. Yeah, it, it's really <laughs> good, it though. And, and most of it swears, but, like, the songs that don't also are, like, really good. Like, Blue from his new album, Internet, those are really good. Those are really good, yeah. yeah. What would you say your favorite your favorite song of his from Glorious Sound Prep is? Glorious Sound Prep? Um, yeah. Here, let me... his newest album, in case you're wondering. That's the one that was in 2018. He's been, yeah. been kind of lacking a little bit. Has he put um, out any... Any um, he's released I Feel It with uh, Burna yeah. Boy, which was a single. Um, yeah. Glorious Sound Pep is pretty decent. Um, I really like Conversations with My Wife, but that one's wouldn't recommend. Um, but I like his The Human Condition, which is really good. Um, that's, that's an album that like is he kind of like somewhat bases it off of Pixar movies because like when the two weeks he was producing this album, he always had a Pixar movie in the background. So like Hmm. some lyric ideas were kind of spawned from watching those movies. And also the um, album cover is based off of Pixar movies too. Just like the art style and stuff. Yeah. Um, I watched, (laughs) I, when I get really into an artist, I, watch interviews with him and stuff and that's something he did but yeah um yeah but some out songs from the human condition um i'll only recommend one actually i would i well i can't rec i shouldn't recommend them um some of my favorites there we go some of my favorites from it um are guillotine overwhelming and then hand of god outro and 80s films is really good I'm just looking at it right now. So it's also where his hit came from, All Time Low. Um, yeah, that one's pretty good too. One of his two hits, radio hits, I should say. Um, second one is Good Things Fall Apart, of course. Yeah. Yeah, I feel kind of bad with like, I listen, I listen to the, all the clean versions because they're obviously they're better. Mm hmm. For obvious reasons, but yeah, I don't really know what what favorite. I know probably from Lars on Prep, it's probably um, it kind of I guess it kind of adds some movements. I like Ma's Joint a lot. Mm-hmm. It's like because it, it's kind of it's interesting because it's an eight minute song, so like the last five minutes is just like music, but it's pretty cool. I also like Let's Begin. It's a rap one. That one's good. Um, yeah. If you want to rap one with John Bellion, 
um, When the Lions Come from his second album um, mm-hmm. is really good. That's with Logic. I'm a big Logic fan, too. Um, Logic is really good. For a yeah. favorite artist other than Eminem, who is the GOAT, but we won't get into that. Did you say the GOAT? G-O-A-T? Yeah, as in the greatest of all time. Greatest oh! Of all time. I would now. say Eminem is the greatest rapper of all time. Because I'm he also Eminem, but... he holds the world record for most words said in thirty seconds and most syllables said in thirty seconds at really? two hundred and thirty words in thirty seconds and two hundred and sixty six syllables in thirty seconds. Wow, that's crazy! I never, I never really listened to his music, so I can't really say whether I'd like him or not. But I'm assuming I. His cause... albums are kind of inconsistent, and there's only like a f- few good songs off of each okay. album, but. Yeah, wouldn't recommend whatsoever. Um, but if you like sure. rap music, might have to listen. Just, all right. I've never really got into rap music because then there are some rappers and all their rap songs seem to like follow the same patterns of like syllables and beats. Either that or they like sound angry all the time. So Oh, with their, their lyrics, yeah. Like, yeah. oh, I went out in the street and I bought a gun. Oh, I killed people with guns. Uh, <laughs> I got drugs with guns. Like, that's, there's, like there, there's a he, meme. There's actually yeah. a song that's kind of like that of like, oh, what your parents hear your music like. And it's just like <laughs> talking about guns funny. and drugs. <laughs> yeah, but it is funny. But you also need it's to realize funny. not all of what they say actually ha- actually happens. Like for instance, mm-hmm. a song like that, they're not actually shooting people in the, and that's not actually in their real life. And sometimes well, it's over exaggerated. Like we, I guess we hope they're not. Yeah. Well, there's <laughs> you a wouldn't few know artists, if they like, got away with it. Yeah, yeah. you wouldn't well, know. Unfortunately, like some some artists that actually like came out of the ghetto, like Lil Wayne and well Eminem and well Snoop Dogg wasn't in the ghetto. Snoop Dogg also grew up in the church, which surprises me. Um. Yeah, he was in like the choir at his church when he was a teenager. Really? Yeah. Kind of weird to think about Snoop Dogg. <laughs> so, yeah. Have you heard oh. of Have you heard um, uh, <clears throat> Kanye West's Christian album? Oh, Jesus is King. Yeah, that one's really good. It It is actually really I don't, good. I don't love it. My family likes it more, but some of the songs are pretty good. But it's It's interesting because he's still like he's still like he's still a rapper. I don't know if anyone is familiar with their story, but he basically became a Christian. And yeah, he, was he just... was a, a um, uh, what's the word? He was he was a rapper. He was not a Christian, not a Christian rapper <laughs> by any means. But now he is, which is really it's really cool. But like, he some of the songs are really funny. And then there's there's a song about Chick Fil A that's pretty good. Closed on Sunday, you my Chick Fil A. Closed on Sunday, yeah. Um, but also, if you do like any research on Kanye West, you f- know, you learn that he's literally a crazy person. Like, if you listen to his interviews or just like watch what he does during his shows, he's a nut job. Like, I mean, I find it funny because there's memes of him. Um, Are you saying was or is? Uh, I would say he is because, like, he just does things for attention and Such other as, things. Yeah. Like, well, he ran for president. Yeah, that's um, not, I, I knew that. And then he broke up with 
him be- or Kim broke up with him because of it because she was like super sad about not winning the presidential election this last one. Really? Um I think I think 50, 55,000 people voted for Kanye West in the, in yeah, the polls. Yeah. Like Something I like that. it's did he really think he was going to win? Like he literally thought he was going to win. He's also a um I'm blanking on the word, um, like self-centered, um, trying to find the word here, like egomaniac, like he's, he's just a crazy person. Yeah. Um, not by no means was I saying that I'm a fan of Kanye West. <laughs> I, just, I just pointed out because we were talking about it, but also yeah. like, that's not that weird that like a famous person, like Jesse Ventura was was the was the governor of, of Minnesota in two, in, two, in 2003 so yeah so like, famous people have 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 run for office before governor yeah but it's like stuff. also Arnold uh Schwarzenegger like but yeah it's just like something he did for attention it wasn't like oh he he wanted to do that he was just doing it for like the attention and yeah, the clout yeah. so he could like be like, oh, Kanye West hasn't posted anything on Instagram and since the presidential election, like he legitimately deleted all his Instagram content, and oh, wow. um, he only had like "Go vote for me" at the polls or something, and then he was he was inactive on social media for a couple of months after it, like yeah. just crazy, crazy person. Um, that's what you kind of need, need, need to look at sometimes when, the, when you hear someone is Christian. Are they really going li- to live that out? And some people would probably say that he hasn't, or he hasn't, or he hasn't really had a change. But that the one album that that we got, that was it was it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I I might be wrong too, but he might have grown up in the church too. Um, I think I've heard that somewhere, but that yeah, might just be something I've some just lie that i heard yeah a lot of people grew up grown grown up in the church that you don't even know like justin bieber is a self-proclaimed christian oh yeah i know <laughs> joe joe biden is a self-proclaimed christian yeah justin bieber is posting like he posts bible verses and stuff um on his instagram yeah which surpri- which also surprises me that like he hasn't gotten canceled for being like the biggest artist in the world. And it's like, Oh, you're Christian, which yeah, that is if crazy. it was any other pop artist who came out as Christian, um, where they were at, they probably would have gotten shut down. But yeah. So you, you, you also, you, you also, yeah. You also kind of want to see like, is he having like Christian messages in his lyrics? But then also if he isn't, don't just like take the lyrics to heart as if he is having Christian messages in them. Yeah, like There's a lot of Christian Christians that are artists don't have Christian messages. They're just Christians and they don't live it up. But some people that are Christians or artists have Christian messages, even though they're not Christian songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the Christian song industry is kind of hard, along with like the Christian, not necessarily like more contemporary, but like the just like the Christian movie industry. Because when it's Christian, it has the label Christian, and then it's like, oh, it's only Christian. But mm-hmm. thankfully, we have people mm-hmm. like. Tell you Mac that are a lot more contemporary. I think he's technically considered Christian, but like Switchfoot, I believe, doesn't have the label anywhere, but they do create like lots of 
Christian yeah, songs. Yeah, like good, good people that like need to breathe also does that. Like they're a Christian artist. Like half their album is like secular music, and then the other half is like Christian music. Yeah, um, but Switchfoot then also does it's that. like. Yeah, but then also like if they're Christian artists, why wouldn't they just make it all Christian? But I guess they, well, they I that's... guess they, they also want to um, reach out to people that aren't so. But that's yeah. like also a big thing um, that musicians have been trying to get away from is genre locking, which is mm-hmm. forcibly keeping an artist in a genre that they don't want to do, or maybe they want to do more genres than just country music, like Taylor Swift hop genres to pop because she didn't want to do country anymore. Um, mm-hmm. Like why should you genre lock an artist into something like i get like being a christian and stuff but like sometimes a song you write isn't about jesus and like that's just something that you've expressed yourself with of like Mm -hmm. i can write other music than worship music or whatever like because why would you write a song and then throw it away because it's not a worship song like i don't want to say that's a waste of art but that's like kind of yeah like i i like some of my favorite christian songs are the ones that 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 aren't worship songs because worship songs they're great but for sometimes you listen to them and you don't you don't you don't want to hear the same lyrics 20 20 times in a row Mm -hmm. so just it just gets it it, it can get irritating but like then again it's also a worship song and you can soak in the music or do whatever and it it all it all it's always perfect for it but then there's like artists like Mm -hmm. that i like I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not gonna say it's on my list, but I'm just gonna add it. Um, it's a probably very un, not a not well known artist called Whitaker, with two T's. Um, they make some more contemporary Christian, but their songs are really beautiful. They have the one song, one song, Lord of Glory, and uh, it's just really good. They have really good music. I, I think I've heard of them. You have okay. I haven't. I, I haven't remember. Listened, I haven't listened to all the music, only a couple of them, but they're really good, and they're pretty lesser known. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just gonna run to the bathroom quick. <laughs> All right. Well, um, whose turn is it? I think it's my turn. Gotcha. Um, should I wait for Thomas to come back, or shall I continue? Nah, it's probably fine. To continue? Yeah. All right. Coming in at number three is the one, the only Post Malone. Um, wouldn't recommend his music, um, but his music, like something about like his melodies is just like really captivating and pop, if you will, um, type sound. And he's also a phenomenal guitar player, like fantastic. Um, look at Post Malone playing the guitar and you'll find some videos of him like just shredding and doing some really cool stuff. But yeah, um, he's just really good, has some really solid music. Some of his songs um, like Stay, I think is non-explicit. Here, let me check. It's sad that I have to check, but you know, music is really good. Um, yeah, Stay is just really good. Um, it's, it says it's explicit, so I wouldn't recommend it, but 
it's a very nice guitar acoustic guitar song with um, some slide guitar in the background um, but his two hits are circles and and uh, sunflower um, but is yeah this, he's is just this, is this post Malone it is post Malone okay um, yeah well, I, I, I did hear that part one part so I know sunflower um, doesn't doesn't swear in it so yeah sunflower and circles don't swear in it um, okay so those are his top hits those are those are good um here let's see um yeah his last album hollywood's bleeding the title track hollywood's bleeding is really good that one's not explicit um really killer guitar and drum and bass line in it and just the lyrics are really solid um and he's a really good lyricist for like his age like he's only 20 something and he's like talking about like being scared to like kind of live his life as an artist like of people attacking him of like people just fans or whatever just assaulting artists or whatever like he's just kind of like there's just kind of a rawness to his lyrics sometimes that you hear but of course there's like the classic um hip hop like soundcloud rapper like oh just put a couple bands in the bank and pick it up my girl and my lamborghini like of course there's still that going on but like not as much as like other artists and stuff it's just kind of a fresh take fresh pop take to the hip hop genre mm -hmm. cool yeah just I wrote down those songs so I could listen to them later. Not that you recommend them. No, not that I. That I I did not recommend them. them. I just shared some of my favorites, and you just wrote them down. Yeah, that's that's there what happened. Go. Although I do recommend the album that Sunflower comes from. The soundtrack for Spider-Man. No, I, I'm saying the soundtrack for Spider-Man into, into oh. the Spider-Verse. And yeah, the composer happened. for that one would be a. Uh, Daniel Pemberton, right? Hmm? Daniel well, Pemberton, the composer. No, I'm talking about I'm talking about the actual the songs in, the, in not not the not the um, musical songs, the wordless songs. The um, lyrical songs or the yeah, the lyrical song. That's the way. That's what I'm saying. Okay. But yeah, all the almost all the songs are very good. I don't think there's any. I don't think any of them swear, which is which is great. But some of them might yeah. have questionable lyrics, but they're mostly pretty good, especially. I think, especially what's up, danger, sunflower, way up, hide, hide, hide is, is great. Really good. Square yeah. the dark is pretty good. Elevate. Um, yeah, also, hide and square the dark probably enough two papers on there. Let's see if I can find it. Um, a very good song. That if you like Ozzy Osbourne, Post Malone and Ozzy Osbourne did a song together. Take what you want from me with Travis Scott. It's very good. Um, it's like a weird hip hip hop rock song with a really killer guitar solo at the end. I would recommend that because, you know, people listen to Ozzy Osbourne and it's okay. So yeah, I, that is a song I will recommend too. And it's not explicit. So yeah, yeah. it's kind of hard these days because a lot of the good artists have to, th they throw on swear words. Yeah. And that's like they, just they kind of a makes, thing that happens. 
yeah, it happens. But then, like, there's some some artists. It's like that doesn't you don't really need that. Like, you're good. You're a good singer. You're you don't use you don't you do you don't use lyricists. You're still a good singer. You have good good songs. Like, you don't really need to drop the f bomb or whatever. Justin Bieber's newest album, like he that album is like mostly explicit. Also, John Bellion produced a song in that. Yeah, John Bellion is a, also a lyricist. He's a pretty good lyricist. He he actually lyricists lyricists for many popular pop artists actually. Yeah, um, I was trying, trying to look up a li list of ones he's done, but I couldn't find it. But yeah, um, he he's like a producer, um, so he produced some tracks off of Justin Bieber's newest album. But um, the main producer for his newest uh, Justin Bieber's newest album, guess what? It was Ryan Tedder. Oh man, I don't him. know who that is. Sorry. Oh, he's <laughs> he was the lead singer of One Republic. Um, fantastic oh, yeah. dude. Gotcha. Yeah, he just some background he's also produced um he's working on john legend's newest album and produced some tracks that he's done um black pink which is like a a, a k-pop band um i'm blanking on another artist um i just had one in my head oh paul mccartney one of paul mccartney's newest albums produced that I'm um, sorry, Sir Paul McCartney, but yeah. So, also, there's a lot of hits Ryan Tedder wrote that you don't know. Halo by Beyonce, he wrote that. Pretty fantastic. Um, and Burn by Ellie Goulding is also written by Ryan Tedder. But anyway, I digress. Okay. Mac, hey, Thomas, I have a question for you, really quick. Yeah. I have two artists left in the in the pop hip-hop section do we have enough time to cover both or do i have to pick one is is one of them top yeah one of them is 21 pilots why don't you just do that first and then i'll go into that with you that that's on he's like they're on my list too and then we'll see gotcha. where we have where we have, where we have, how much time and it, yeah, it will be like a share thing, like Thomas and I did with John Bellion, yeah, type yeah. thing. Because they're on my list too. I was I was planning on doing them after you did. So, all right, uh, saving the best for last. Then, okay, for last, I would say Twine Pouth is my favorite artist. Just I don't I don't know where the, where the rest of them follow. On my uh, pop hip hop side, Twenty One Pilots is one of the two, uh, made up of. A two-man band, um, Tyler Josh Joseph and Josh Dunn. Um, I don't really know what genre to put them in. Just sort of hip-hop, uh, pop, a little bit of rap. Um, well, they're they're, they're called they're they're called alt alternative, I think. Alt alternative, which, which is basically hip-hop, pop, rap, soft it's rock, pretty much whatever. Not the it is the genre movie. that doesn't genre lock is what it is. It's like a non. It's like a non. It's like an undenominational church. <laughs> <laughs> that is that i don't even know how to <laughs> i don't even know how it's to a respond music to that <laughs> music smoothie <laughs> and then then you also get like and but also alternative has like they have like their own styles also like some songs are like poppy but then have rap in them mm -hmm. it really isn't it really is a smoothie but anyways go on um so tyler joseph is the mastermind behind a lot of the songwriting um 
And starting with um, some of his last couple albums, he started to craft like a narrative through some of the songs, through the, the album art, a lot of the music videos as well, because he struggled with, um, I don't know too much about his backstory, but I think he struggled with uh, mental illness a lot and had, um, you know, that sort of comes out with some of his songs. And so the narrative he, he kind of tries to portray through his story um, has to do with him being trapped within his own mind, which he's personified as like this fortified city. And uh, him and the banditos have to try to get out of the city and running from the bishops mm-hmm. and all that, which of yeah. course they all have a meaning if yeah, you was, was, look into was, the songs yeah, more. It was kind of crazy. Like, like there's like differences, like some artists, like I don't like particularly like Taylor Swift puts out an album every year or even more than that. Their their albums are like every three years, like pretty much on the dot actually, except for regional best, and uh, it's like they're like they're like really good solid. Except I don't I don't like their last one as much, but like their whole there was like a whole like it was like a conspiracy like behind Trench their 20, 2018 album, like they he yeah. was like crafting like all these stories and like on like the web, their website like having like these like, these actual stories of like what was going to happen and then like it was it, it was, was a really conspiracy. <laughs> it, yeah it, it was like really fun to like actually figure out what was happening with this with this uh-huh. album which is which is something that you don't you don't really see today as much which is like it's the, the the real creativity behind the albums it's not just the music and then like a couple of the couple of the songs like tie into the point where you could listen to them back to back like jumpsuit and levitate uh-huh yeah so as much as I love some of their newer stuff, um, I think some of my favorite songs come from their canceled album. And to my knowledge, um, I don't know if anybody really knows why that album got canceled. There were like some rumors and stuff, but of course I don't know if they're credible or not. Yeah. But uh, what I, my yeah, but top I favorite them... song of theirs is probably Forest. It has such a, it has like a blinky, music intro thing with like it's not a piano it's like some sort of weird electronic little xylophone maybe like a synth or something or a guitar no i think yeah, something I like think, that it's, i think it has think, a really kitchen cool sink is like a xylophone but yeah kitchen sink is good too yeah it uses the sound of like what you assume is like a sink dripping but it's, it's probably not yeah. but it adds a really cool uh beat yeah and a mystery for people that don't know the Trump House logo, it is, or at least most people think that it is actually a kitchen sink. Like that's that's what it's called. Oh, really? That's what that at least last last I heard that that's what people think it is. Like I think somewhere some something somewhere something. I don't know. My sister my sister follows along with like the actual like she like along with like when Trench was coming out. She was following along with like what was happening with it. But yeah, I love. Regional, it's regional best that they're canceled out. It wasn't. I don't think it was canceled. I think it was. I think it was more of like they released it, but then they switched. Um, they switched um record labels to Fuel by Ramen, and for some reason they weren't able to to carry over regional best. But they carried over the the, the Twenty Pilots album, so I guess it's kind of regional best. It's so good though. 
Yeah, and like it's they don't they don't have it on on iTunes or any um or not anything because they all the I don't know. It's a mystery, honestly. Copyright is days? really annoying in yeah. the music industry. It's like, well, you sold this album to the label, so technically we own your music. There's a few artists that have been screwed over by copyright. I feel like that, but that's an example of one. But they also, thankfully, they were they were able to take take some of those songs and put them in the next in um, vessel. For a second, I was like blanking yep. on the name, but yeah, that was. Although uh, wasn't vessel done before then? I can't. Remember. No, no. So, so I know. So actually, so it was regional best. It they came out pretty pretty closely, Heather, because in because in two thousand nine, it was. They were the the original band, and then they broke up, or they didn't exactly break up. They, they I think they they just it was more of like a small fall small, um, city town thing, and they mm-hmm. and it got big, and the other people weren't they weren't ready for that, so they I had think, to let go of the drummer. Yeah, let go of the like there was two other there was three people at the beginning, and then uh, um, Tyler Joseph picked up Josh Dunn. And they wrote regional at best, and something happened with record labels or something. And they had they took I think they took like half the songs on there and put them in, and then wrote Vessel. Yeah. And then the rest is history. So anyway, if our audience is looking to listen to some of regional at best songs, they can be found on YouTube most of the time. Sometimes they have been taken down, but uh, I would definitely recommend listening to Forest. Kitchen Sink. Glowing Eyes is good, too. There are a lot of good songs on that one. Yeah, I've actually been listening to And unfortunately, they aren't the ones that are shared with uh, yeah. Vessel that are my favorites. So I've actually been listening to that album recently, and uh, they're, like, they're, like, I'm kind of weird. Like, when I listen to music, I don't, I don't necessarily like the main, like, the popular songs. Like, my favorite song on that album is probably, let me think. Let me think. I remember what's on that album. Let me see. Uh, doo, 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 doo. So my favorite song probably there's like an Anathema, mm-hmm. and uh, Anathema. Be concerned is really good. Clear is really good. Two is one of the, another song. I don't necessarily where that falls. I don't know if it. I don't know if it necessarily does fall on the album, but it's an instrumental song. But it's like really beautiful. I don't but, think it uh, falls on the album. I don't think it does. I, I don't know if it falls on the album. It's just the song they wrote. But also another thing that they have is, or Tyler Joseph wrote this before he got in a band. It's no 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 pun intended, but it's uh, PH pun. There's no fun intended. It's a kind of fun album that he wrote with some friends. But some really good songs in there: Drown, Blasphemy, um, Tonight, and then like one really oh, funny song. Is good. Yeah, the one song is called the the TV saga. is basically is basically like a collage. The of talk about saga. Yeah, a collage of different like like short songs about like Taco Bell. Like some of them like pretty gross. It's like, but I they're just, all parodies. Yeah, or yeah, I know some most of them are parodies like Hallelujah, but those are that one's pretty funny. It's kind of weird. That's. <laughs> If you if you get that far, it's more like you like love their music so much that like you just that you, you don't just love the music that you love that you love like the artist too. Yeah, because it's not necessarily a good song; it's just fun and funny. 
But yeah, some of the songs in there are, are quite good. Like um, Drown, Blasphemy. Where Did We Go was a fun one on that album for me because he starts like talking to himself. Like he records himself and he's like, there's a phone in the back and he's like, hey, someone should go get that. And then he's like talking to himself and I won't like give away what what the whole conversation is, but it's, it's really funny. And he's like, yeah, like telling himself like, go get yeah. the phone during the song. Yeah, and in, in, in a lot of the songs in that album, there's like people like talking in the background like his friends or, or, or even like part of the song. It's like, like backup singers plays. <laughs> Those are the, it's kind of funny. It's like science songs where you kind of need to like try to zone out of the main and listen like what's happening in the background because it's like sometimes it's like kind of a hidden gem. But that is, in yeah. my opinion, he's probably Antoine Palace is probably one of the one of the most mysterious artists I like because they like spend he spends so much time and like mysterizing and like some of his songs like it's so hard to figure out what he's actually talking about. Some people like, some people like, that's super annoying because then you have no idea what he's even singing about. <laughs> it's like... But it can mean anything, right, to the audience. Yeah. Like like Mulberry Street, like, is he talking about the book? Is he talking about what? Yeah. Some examples. That's one of recent, more recent songs. But. So the one takeaway from that is audience, go listen to 21 Pilots. It's good for you. Yeah. And it doesn't matter where you start; they're all all their all their albums are are solid. Almost, I think, in my opinion, all their songs are solid. They also have a lot of rap because they're it's alternative, so they have some rap. Some of their rap is like really good. Some of it less Levitate so. Levitate is really good. Levitate is like it's in all all raps. I think it's like the only ones all rap. It doesn't have any yeah. like very much refrains. I think I think it's when so I listen fast too. Yeah, I think when they first put out that album, they were putting out singles first i think i like put that song on like shuffle because i was like the only or like on repeat i listened to like over and over like on the way to soccer and back like to the to the point where like a week a week and a half in i, I could rap it perfectly my that mouth was, doesn't that work was, that fast it was quite achievement yeah i'm pretty good with with lyrics it's kind of like my hidden skill actually like memorizing and memorizing lyrics but i'm gonna move on to my next perfect segue so my next um, artist, I probably probably should hurry this up a little bit, is um, NF. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's a Christian rapper or rapper that is a Christian. He's not necessarily, he doesn't necessarily rap about Christian things, but I, I'm pretty fond of him and his music. I don't necessarily so say, um, I don't know. I, I'm I really the thing the thing is that what I when I really got into him is because I like rap music, but most of the rap music and I'm sure Seth knows this is swearing twenty four seven and he doesn't he doesn't swear at all which is great because then you're like actually you don't you don't have to feel bad about like like turning it down another people in the room because like you don't want them to hear them swearing like in our family but I really like NF he has great songs do you have anything about nf mac no um i was never really a fan of his i mean no offense to those people who like nf but he's i don't know all his stuff sounds angry to me yeah i guess yeah. but like some of his some of his other songs like i like some of his songs from 
I'm listening to, I was listening to Perception the other day. Some of the songs, I don't know, 10 Feet Deep, I like. I like I'd probably say I like all of his songs, at least the ones I've listened to. But his most three recent albums. But I like some of the songs because they're like different. Like some like especially like Ten Feet Deep. That's probably that's probably right now that is probably my second favorite song. My favorite is probably Trust from his most recent album, Clouds. Have you listened to much NF Seth? Um, yeah. I listened to him pretty in depth. Um until the search came out and then I kind of fell off and I heard a few songs from clouds, but like, or the cloud mixtape or whatever. And just when I listened to his new album, it's just like, this sounds like every other rap, like the beat was just like different, like, or I shouldn't say different. It was the same, just kind of the flow. Just, it just felt very basic to me. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. I'm like, man, I could listen to any other. I don't want, I'm not saying he's mumble per se, but like I could pick a different mumble rapper or whatever and be like, oh, I could listen to this because it, they yeah, sound. I kind of get that. Like the one of his songs, Story, it, mm-hmm. it's pretty much just like, talk, it's like more like talk rapping. Yeah. And like, it's just more of like the flow of the music. It's not necessarily not like old NF. But like, it's like, oh man, if I just, if I want to listen to hip hop, I could just find a different artist than NF because his new album is um, just basic. But I really, really like Therapy Session. Um, That's probably my favorite album. I like pretty much every song off of it. Um, Yeah, so so for me, my take of NF is a little different because I listen to him basically... Basically, when 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 I started listening to him, like just like a little bit right before Clouds came out, then I kind of listened to like his popular songs, and then eventually I just went into like listening to the full albums. So I so I kind of listened to him backwards. I like listening to artists backwards, I guess. But so I, yeah. I like kind of like so I I more like his less popular songs because I don't I songs that are overplayed kind of get annoying. Like even if it's like a really really good song, if it's overplayed, it just gets it just gets you just get bored of it. Mm-hmm. And then like then I like I'm like hitting skip on my playlist even though it's like a really great song, but like I don't want to hear that song. I want to hear the the lesser known songs because it's just interesting and it's like that's like what their heart is like. They didn't write it to be to make it be popular, or make it be catchy. They wrote it because that's what they that's what they that's what they like. But yeah, mm-hmm. like real is really good. Like that's I would say that's a rap song by him, even though rap isn't a genre which is its own subject it should be but um it isn't a genre rap is not a genre it's only hip-hop so anything well, rap i know one well i I, th- I think on like alpha music it's called hip-hop rap yeah was, but it's like it was but it's it's a it's a sub genre um yeah like yeah so i would say yeah, that's like, more of a rap song like, but yeah like sort of like how everything in like the 60s 70s 80s and 90s was pretty much it was pretty much all rock or like like at least most of most of the one hit wonders that came out were all they were all called rock but no it's soft rock but like you know nowadays fun. if someone put out a if someone put out a soft rock you wouldn't call it soft rock you'd call it alternative or you'd call it hip-hop or something or pop rock actually or pop rock but more of it 
But fun fact, technically, um, all those hits, all those rock hits from the 80s and stuff was technically pop music because pop isn't even a genre in it in of itself. Pop is just whatever style of music is popular at the time. And like, oh, really? of course, you could say pop has its sound. All that I'd has say, a very pop yeah. feel. But like technically pop isn't a genre because it's not like a style of music like country or rock yeah. or funk like when you think of rock you think of overdriven guitars and drums and when you think of metal you think of distorted guitars and when you think of funk you think of like, like screaming, slap yeah. bass and whatever but like when you think of pop like there's not a defining feature of pop yeah. like pop yeah, but brings like you say in that mixture of all yeah. genres yeah, so you, technically, you say that, and then it's also like, yeah, but then not kind of not because like he's someone you think of pop and like you can't really say what that what that sound is, but like if you hear a pop song, you're like you know that, that that's a pop song. Mm-hmm. Like and you're not like like, like al- alternative for all that it's worth. You can really tell. Usually, you can tell the difference between alternative and pop. Mm-hmm. And like, see, like part of the thing of like you can't define pop music is. You look at Justin Bieber, okay, that's pop. You look at One Republic, that's also pop. You look at Post Malone, that's pop. Like, Post Malone is technically hip-hop. Like, all these artists are pop. Oh, um, Taylor Swift, who went back into her folk, like, country vibe for her folklore album, that's Mm -hmm. pop. Like, it's pop technically is just a mixture of all genres, but it's not, like, it's always a sub genre of something like you just add that pop sound to a genre. That's why it's pop rock, um, funk pop, just like you just add the word pop on the things and that makes it in the pop genre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But then also like, if if you look up like if you think Post Malone like you probably think oh that that's rap because he's because he's he's like rapping, but then like if if there isn't really like a true like then again it's like who's who who's setting these actual genre things mm-hmm. because most people would probably have an opinion that that like no pop music is like the 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 peppy repetitive songs that everyone gets annoyed of or everyone likes or half people like half people half people find extremely annoying. And the, mm-hmm. or like or like alternative, it's like a little bit of rock, a little bit of rap, a little bit of peppy music, and like rock is like, and then like, but then like, and then and then like everything else is like very clearly defined. Mm-hmm. So kind of hard, but yeah, it's very hard because like, well, I can't define what pop is. Like, I think it's more of the music industry of or more of streaming platforms, music streaming platforms, kind of defining things of spotify apple music prime pan okay if you listen to music on pandora my apologies just get spotify i'm just i'm just i'm just saying that now like if you listen to pandora get get a new streaming service like pandora is outdated it It is very when it came out but but even like i don't know i don't know i don't use spotify can you can you play like a specific song in spotify it's just by going to it? Yeah. Like, if yeah. you have Spotify Premium, like, you can go well, pick w- without, a song. W- without Spotify Premium, can you just play a random, can you just play a song you want? Or does it, does it all the computer, you play the album? You on the computer, you can. On your phone, you can't. 
but Apple Music, you also have to, if you don't have, what is it, Apple Music Plus Premium? No, it's, just, what? it's just App Music, period. So without App Music, you just, you just, all you can hear is like previews. So App Music is like, for example, like it's not like Spotify. Like you, you can play Spotify without, without, without premium, without premium, but App Music is just, you just, you just get access to everything. Yeah, we, we use Apple Music because we've just well, been... Do you pay for years. Apple Music? Yeah, you do. It's like 10 or $15 a month, depending on whether you have the family subscription. Yeah, so like Spotify is free, but if you want to get a paid account, you can play a radio off of um, a song or whatever it may be. Or also, if you use YouTube Music, also... Sorry, Caleb. I, I know you use YouTube Music. No hate, but like... YouTube Music, it's 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 new, but at this point, we don't need a, a new streaming stream platform for music. Yeah, but he also... His family does... What is it? YouTube Red. So, like, they don't get ads for YouTube, and YouTube Music comes with it. So, yeah. I mean, it's what also, he has. Also, kind of sorry for people who get YouTube Red. Like, that was great when it came... Or I think it's is it YouTube Premium now. No, it, I think it was, it's still it was, YouTube Red. Okay. Because it, it was great when it came out, but then like now it's like, like now it's like you can get an ad blocker if you want to p- play it on your computer, or even like that's a if thing. You can yeah. block. Wait, yeah, you can hundred percent block YouTube. You, you have to get. You got to be careful about it, though. You got to be really careful about it. How yeah. how come? Um, because sometimes it can go against the terms and condition and can get you banned, and also some ad blockers Wait, really? give you viruses and stuff. Yeah, it's you. You just got to be careful. From my understanding, oh. I don't use them, but from what people have told me and stuff, like you just got to be a little bit cautious of what your computer does and stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but like, but th- then there's also like the at the the notion of like you're gonna pay money so that they don't show you ads. Mm-hmm. Like it makes <laughs> sense. Like if, if if you have the money for it, go for it. If if you if you watch YouTube and if you watch YouTube all the time and ads really really get to you, go for it. But then if that do, if they don't really bother you, or if or sometimes ads are like helpful. Like there's ones that like, oh, I didn't know that, that new movie was coming out. I want to see that. Oh yeah. And then sometimes it's like, download Honey today. And it's like, no, I don't want honey. Uh, yeah. Honey doesn't work. Unless you honey, buy, unless you where buy am I? <laughs> oh lord! All right. On that <laughs> on that note, I'm gonna seg swagway swagway. That's such a segue, if you will, into my fourth artist. And yeah, I'm just gonna actually bundle my last two artists. Um, my last two favorite artists are the script and maroon five um both top bands i love pop music it's very good very catchy some lyrics are good also just like voices of artists are very good in pop music um very good range but the script is a classic they're like kind of the same sound as one republic just heartbreak instead of kind of feel good really good i would highly recommend them um that's the the, the the script the script yes they are an irish band um very irish. very yeah they're like kind of a semi-popular band but their hit is break even um which i know you've heard um 
but I would highly recommend listening to the entirety of Sunsets and Full Moons um, album, which is their most recent album, and it is one of my favorite albums of all time. It's so good. Mm. It's so good. Love every single song off of it. Um, very different. Like the songs, like kind of have a general sound to them, but like some are upbeat, some are like really slow, some are like in between, and they're just really good. So the script is really good. Some of their songs are explicit, but um, just be careful. It's not like every song is, it's like maybe one song, an album, maybe. I don't even know if it's that much. But yeah, my fifth choice is Maroon 5 with Adam Levine himself. Um, classic, classic pop band. Um, what, what band, what, what genre would you, would, would you say the, the script was? The script is pop music, pop okay. rock. Um, yeah. Their pop genre rock. So, they're, so they're basically soft rock. <laughs> Yeah, soft rock, but yeah. yeah. Their new album, Jordy, is really good. Came out last summer. Um, Echo with Black Bear or Can't Leave You Alone with Juice World is really good. Um, I probably had those songs on repeat a lot when it first came out. Um, And I'm really sad because as I was slipping through my Spotify, um, totally forgot about one of my favorite artists, but um, well, since I'm just kind of rapid firing yeah, through, I'll just say it. it's Machine Gun Kelly. Um, my favorite genre of all time is just like pop rock, but there's not really a good artist that embodies that besides like maybe Green Day, even though they're kind of more rock than punk rock. Um, mm-hmm. And Blink 182. I gotta listen to more of them, but. Machine Guns Kelly's um, Tickets to My Downfall is just like punk rock with like a pop sound and it's just so good. Um, I really like it. They have a censored version. Um, I don't know if it's on Spotify. I know it's on YouTube music, um, but like everything on it is explicit except there is a non-explicit version of the entire album. And it's just really good if What's you like. What's the album called? Um, Tickets to My Downfall. Um, and you can find a non-explicit on YouTube for sure. So there's but also non there is a non-explicit on on Apple Music for people who yep. use that. Um, he's just, I just really like punk rock. It's just my favorite genre of just like chugging guitars with drums and like that full like nasal vocal tone of sometimes even like i don't want to say speaking fast but like a good like rhythm to how they say the words it's just really good um highly recommend that album highly so thomas are your goblins in the basement did they escape Yeah, my there's there's these two creatures that like run that like run around my house. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I guess I guess they're trying to I guess they're trying to to whitewash each other. That makes sense. Mm, I yeah. forgot to bring up earlier. Um, oh, I do that all the time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I forgot to bring bring up earlier that I just I did look at my songs. I know on Apple Music. I don't know to do this in Spotify, 
it, it tells you how many plays you have. So I have played the song. This is the thing. This is only only playing it on the computer. I obviously listen to it on other devices that aren't Apple devices, like my old phone or watch. But I played one. I grew up 163 times and searched 158 times, among with other ones. Wow. I've played Fall Away 143 times. That's a lot of times. Yeah. Then again, yeah. I wouldn't say those are necessarily my favorites. That's just how it happens. But I would probably say my most listened to song. Actually, no, I can't. I don't think I, I, don't think I could say that. It's <laughs> difficult to figure out. And I know my, I've listened to my smartwatch on my phone, and I know it doesn't tell me how many, song, how many plays I have. So it kind of like. Mm hmm. I, I, I never know, but yeah, I I I don't think Spotify tells you how many plays you have on it. I also haven't done much research. I know. I, I at think the it end tells you what, year, what your most played is. Yeah, it will tell you at the end of the year what your most played was. Um, okay. My most played song, which isn't as many as the year before, but was what three hundred and sixty-eight plays of one song. Um, 168 wow yeah so pretty much one day it was it was a one republic song um what is it all the yeah all these things by one republic from their 2016 oh my my album mm -hmm. highly recommend that one but yeah all right well i'll try to cram in my last one fast yeah. because i know we're <laughs> overdue yeah. Before but, uh, you do, um, so do you guys feel like artists' albums are getting getting better or worse? Because for some of the artists I listen to, their 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 earlier albums are better, in my opinion. Like Twin Pilots, the new album wasn't wasn't amazing, but like their their like their first album, Twin Pilots, is probably still probably still my favorite. Well, I mean, I would say most artists, as with the case of everybody. The more you create art, the more you paint, the more you draw, the more you sing, yeah. uh, the more you kind of refine your taste, like what you're, what you're going for, like what type of thing you want to create. And like in the case of 21 Pilots, I actually like their new album a lot. Um, but, you know, uh, Tyler Joseph was trying to spice things up, go for like a different approach. And of course, it tied into a story. So he was trying to tell a different part of what was going on so i think it's all a part of developing the process of creating your own music right mm -hmm. yeah and um i think it depends because everybody's music taste is different and some albums might be good just because a popular artist released them like maybe an album's terrible, but Justin Bieber released it. So everybody loves it because it's Justin Bieber. It, it all depends. But yeah, like Mac was saying, refined taste, but like, um, Sometimes it's John, not refined to what you want. Yeah. And the thing is with John Bellion is in an interview, he's like, I don't want to be known as like, Oh, you're the all time low guy. Um, he wants to be known for like, all his albums be having a different sound like he's like if you like all time low which is his most favorite song he's like there's hundreds and thousands of different artists doing the same sound pop sound like i'm doing for that yeah. type of song like go find them like but he like, wants to but like not many not many people are doing songs like like ma's joint 
Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, his, his songs are that's the reason. One of the reasons, most probably one of the reasons I like him is he's so unique. He's quite so unique. Mm. Like one of the I let's see if I can get this right. One of the things he said was like, I always want my albums to be like different and he said i think he said like evolved from the last one of like some people won't like them some people might like the old albums better but he's like i don't care because i feel like i need to keep improving on and like keep having a different sound for a different out for each different album because why would you want the same sound for five albums instead of having a different sound for five albums So, yeah, hopefully I kind of semi-quoted him, whatever. I've spent a minute, so, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, last one. Uh, I hope I've made it all mysterious by saving it till the end. Mm -hmm. Maybe not. That's okay. Um, His name is Owl City, I believe. A lot of people have heard of him based on his huge single, uh, Fireflies, or his other top hit, which was Good Time with Carly Rae Jepsen. And those are good songs, but they're far from being my favorite. Um, I used to, I grew up with um, him playing on the radio as I went to bed. We'd pop in a CD and fall asleep. So um, his Midsummer Station album and all things bright and beautiful are definitely my two favorite albums of his just from the sheer nostalgia of hearing them every day in the summer as i was trying to sleep um he is very like i guess pop like a lot of electro synth music lots of digitized stuff which has its own style so that's an acquired taste for some people but i really like it but also um, the man behind it, his name is Adam Young. He lives in Owatonna, Minnesota, which isn't too far from where we all live. Um, that's pretty cool. Well, it's, it's pretty pretty far from where you live. Back. It's only about an hour from us. Aren't you, aren't you in like Oklahoma? Well, I don't live here. I'm just staying here for school. <laughs> for four years. Anyway, um, I really like because Adam Young is a Christian and to my knowledge, he appears to live up to his faith as well, which is cool because he, it enters his music as well. Um, He has some songs on uh, YouTube that aren't a part of any of his albums, but he'll, he has like a handful of Christian hymns recorded and out there on YouTube, which is really cool because it's really nice to listen to some hymns every once in a while, if you know what I mean. Yeah, so I would definitely say that he's definitely up there on my list, too. I wouldn't say he's top, because I've only ever listened to the one, to Mobile Orchestra, his, his one of his albums. But uh-huh. he's, he's really good. He is a, he's a Christian artist. I don't, I don't, yeah, he, he did mention that. I was distracted by him on, but um, um, what was I going to say? I do, I do know, yeah, he lives, he's from Otana. My dad, he's a realtor, he's a realtor for 23 years. He actually um, has been in his house. Like, he was selling it, and he showed his house. It was really cool. He had, like, this this crazy um, recording studio in his basement. 
I, I think he, yeah, he, he, I don't think he lives there anymore, but I was sure kind of a fun snippet, but yeah, it's kind of crazy that like all this, he's like a really, like a decently famous artist and he lives in Owatonna, Minnesota. Or did, I don't know if he still lives there. But, like, he, I think he well, does. I think, yeah. I know a lot of artists though, like just like based out of Nashville, that's like Music City. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like it's like kind of funny like down there like in nashville it's like i think I, i've listened to pe- people a podcast people who nashville and they're like yeah like for us team music artists it's not very special anymore it's like oh or like you, you hear music i think they're talking once about like they don't they don't they don't really have shows come through there anymore a lot of artists because they don't they don't really get a good crowd because they're so used to it but like typically down there you like go to church and like oh look it's a famous christian artist cool just just another random person just just another normal normal guy yeah at least that's what i've heard i don't i don't know if it's necessarily like that every single church time Mm -hmm. or stuff like that but i think this is a good place to wrap up yeah what do y'all think i have one last comment all right Honey, where are my pants? And on that note, catch you next Wait. time on the next episode of Plato's Corner. I'll see you guys next time. Bye, guys. See ya. Peace out. Bye.